Hello, my friend, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast for the 22nd day of June. I'm Paul White, and we are in the sixth chapter of 1 Timothy, trying to finish this first letter that Paul wrote to his young protege, Timothy, from prison, a prison epistle. Um, One of the last two things Paul ever writes, at least one of the last two things Paul writes that's inspired into the New Testament, and that's 1 and 2 Timothy And we're going to roll right out of one and into the other in the next few days. This is the 22nd day of the month, which means um, up through the 29th, we'll keep working in this sixth chapter. I think we'll finish this sixth chapter. We'll have the essay edition on the 30th, and then on the first day of July, be able to start 2 Timothy, which is uh, considerably shorter. This This first book is six chapters. The second book is four chapters. But um, one of those chapters is you know, rather short. Chapter 3 is not very long. Um, so anyway, um, let's get going today as Paul starts to talk about uh, error and greed. And he really starts to talk about He kind of keeps that theme alive that's been a real undertow of this entire book. And that's false doctrine and false preachers. Things that are coming out that are not. And, and here he finally starts to give some theology behind it because he's talked about, you know, them preaching their own ideas, stuff like celibacy and abstaining from certain foods. And he's dealt with um, sin, their hidden sin, their private sin. And he says this in verse 3, If anyone teaches otherwise and does not consent to wholesome words, even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ and to the doctrine which accords with godliness, he is proud knowing nothing, but is obsessed with disputes and arguments over words from which come envy, strife, reviling evil suspicions, useless wranglings of men of corrupt minds and destitute of the truth who suppose that godliness is a means of gain from such withdraw yourself. Okay, I'm going to stop there and I want to I do the opposite of what we've done, what we did yesterday. Yesterday on the podcast, we talked about how Paul does not give any sort of clear path in this early part of chapter 6 for the ending of slavery. And we talked about how in his time, slavery was widespread. In fact, I don't know if I went deep enough into telling you that it was global. There was every single culture had a version of slavery. So Paul, but Paul doesn't seem to be pushing to get that out of his culture. However, as I told you yesterday, there are moments where Paul gives the right answer. Say Galatians 2, where he says, there's neither Jew nor Gentile, male nor female, bond nor free. We're all one in Christ. And so that's what I call the song of the New Testament. That's Paul singing the music that should be the undercurrent of every other thing. But sometimes he drifts from that. And we'd see that here he is late in life and he's not landing in the spot he needs to land or at least he's not landing as, as far down the road as we want him to. We want the guy that writes the song of, hey, there's no separation between peoples. We want him to sing the music of, hey, if there's no separation between peoples, then let's stop this separation between peoples. But he doesn't. So I, the reason I say I want to do the opposite today is if I'm, if I'm going to be critical of the moments where you sing the music, but you, don't, you, you talk to talk, but you don't walk to walk, then I want to be complimentary of the moments where you improve, where you sing the music and the music changes your ear and you keep singing it and your life improves or you do something better. And here's another Galatians and Timothy example. This one in reverse. 
In Galatians, Paul, in fact, I'm going to go over there and read it for you. And it's going to be so obvious, you're going to catch it by yourself. So let me just, I'm not even going to really set you up, but here it comes. In Galatians chapter 1, Paul says this, verse 8, If we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel to you than what we have preached to you, let him be accursed. And we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone preaches any other gospel to you than what you have received, let him be accursed. That's double curse on him. Then 1 Timothy 6, if anyone, verse 3, if anyone teaches otherwise and does not consent to the wholesome words, even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ, to the doctrine which accords with godliness, etc., 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 verse 5, from such withdraw yourself. Okay, the Paul of Galatians 1 says, if they preach anything other than what you hear me preach, double curse. The Paul of Timothy says, if anyone teaches otherwise, just stop listening to them. <laughs> I prefer the spirit behind 1 Timothy 6, 5 more than the spirit behind Galatians 1. The spirit behind Galatians 1 is a guy who has been opposed by the other quote-unquote Christians. I didn't mean they're not Christians, but they wouldn't have called themselves that. So, But we're going to call them that. He's been opposed by them. They've kind of cut him down. Um, some of them won't accept his message. And so in his, his own self-defense, he goes, well, you know what? Double curse on them. And it might sound a little bit like, well, you know what? Blank them. Whatever blank needs to be for it to be severe. But an older Paul, sitting in a prison cell, facing the end of his life, writes to his young preacher friend and says, listen, there's going to be people teaching otherwise. And then he gives a bunch of stuff. And I'll cover that bunch of stuff tomorrow because I think they're still relevant to pay attention to the stuff that Paul said they were teaching in his day that we really need to pay attention to now and from such turn away or from such withdraw ourselves. But that Paul, that old Paul, that facing the end of the road Paul says, look, there's a bunch of guys saying a bunch of stuff and they're arguing and they're fighting and they're preaching doctrines that aren't leading you any closer to Christ. Here's how I think you should handle them. No words of curse, no double curse. He goes, just quit hanging out with them. Just turn away from them. Let them go about their business. This is a tempered Paul. This is an older Paul who goes, you know, I might not be getting it all right. And in some ways, sometimes I'm taking steps backwards. But in some things, I'm growing. And once again, you know I'm going to say this, because I say this every time. This encourages me. I know I've taken some steps backwards in some areas. And I know that I have taken steps sideways in some areas because I'm, tr- I'm growing. But I also would like to think that I'm getting some things right. Maybe some things that I used to get wrong, I'm getting right. I'm not entirely sure what they all are. I'm not sure Paul would have known what all of his were, but we, from a 2,000-year from a perspective and a 30,000-foot view, can get an insight into this with Paul and see that, hey, it really is working. Even in these dying days, the Holy Spirit is still doing a work, and that encourages me that he's still doing a work in us as well. Tomorrow, we're going to break down some of these things he talks about and see if we can spot them in our world today. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless.